guys, welcome back to the Whipped Cream Podcast. I am your host, Bianca Harris. I have a very special guest in the building today. I am Bianca Harris. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to troll me this time. <laughs> Ashley McKenzie Barnes. Who? What do you? Well, actually, you introduce yourself. I'm you're not a guest. Barnes. What do you mean? I'm Ashley McKenzie yeah, but Barnes. Tell you said who it. You are what you do and why you're so important. Well, I can't tell you why I'm important, <laughs> but uh, I'm Ashley McKenzie Barnes. Go a little closer to the mic. I'm a creative. I am new at this stuff. I'll tell you why. Because I'm a creative. I'm not a speaker. Okay. So I'm a creative director. I'm a freelance curator, and I'm a practicing visual artist. That's what I do. How long have you been doing all of that? Oh, a long time. Um, I've been a creative. I've never come out of um, doing anything but any of those three things. So probably the last uh, 12 to 13 years. What's your favorite thing? I've never asked you that. What's my favorite thing? Like if you have to pick out of all the three and God was like, yo, you can only do one. This is it. It Pick would it. be none of the three because <laughs> <laughs> oh god, you want to grab like, me? I'd be a stripper. I'm just gonna lay on the beach, you know. No, like contracts. as a job, he's like, okay, this is your career. One pick, you have to pick one of the three or something else. That's a good question. I don't know if I'd pick any of those three because I feel like they all um, they all somehow uh, they overlap each other. And and the joy of being a creative and being a curator and being an artist and working with artists or branding and marketing and bringing things to life is that I'm executing and I'm bringing things to life. I'm, I'm creating ideas and, and and making them into something. So, you know, if, if I had to pick just one without being able to do the others, I'd feel like it'd be lacking. So, um <laughs> That's You're not gonna question. answer my question. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna answer the question because I don't. I don't want to do any just one. And if I had to do just one, it would probably be a completely different job altogether. One that paid me a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> I'm about that too. So, let's be honest. So, um, maybe I'll talk about that later. Well, you want to get personal? No, no, no. It's <laughs> just about our event. I wanted to talk about how you, I want actually because I was so busy that day. Okay, so we had our second event last july in toronto which, which event is this whip whip mm. they know by now <laughs> talk about it every time um and you curated the whole the whole art show yep so if you weren't at the event ashley curated how many artists was it uh oh, explain what you did because honestly ashley was so sick when we got there in the morning i was literally crying because i was like this is fucked you thought i didn't care about the art show but i was obsessed with all it all you care about is makeup and speakers no, that's not true. <laughs> i just couldn't no, i didn't i couldn't didn't, do you it wrapped around it and that's yeah. fine um, no i loved it it was amazing and that's the joy of but then again that's that's what i'm saying that's the joy of being able to execute a vision like that and give somebody this other element and this other layer to 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 an event that they don't that they don't necessarily see or that they're not expecting or they're not even necessarily looking for you know mm -hmm. but it's another layer it's a creative this is like you know the artists were excited to be there there was an artist on you know hate copy was on the panel who was also like showing her work um like it, it was a beautiful element to add to it it's not just aesthetics this is like these these women are women in the industry too they're doing the the very thing that you we're know talking is about. about yeah what are how many artists were there um, there, from what I can remember, there was eight artists, seven really? or eight artists. Yeah, there was a lot. Wow, Where so they did you? a lot of it. No, I just I thought it was more because there were so many pieces. So I thought, oh no, there was yeah, the big like pieces. they did there a lot of a, pieces. Yeah, for artists. yeah, these girls were great. We're talking about like Rajni, Dahe, you know, Taban, like, Taban. Of course, there was there was really good people. Yeah, you did an amazing job. Was, I'm glad you liked it, B. It was no, seriously, it was amazing. I still think about it. I bought something, remember? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you're such a from Camille Loren. Yeah, yeah. she was great. Yeah. Such a supporter. Is there anyone else? Undercover buy art collector. Hmm? Did anyone else buy anything? Um 
can't remember. I don't remember. I feel like we did sell something. We did sell something else. I don't remember, though. Oh. And then I want to talk about one more thing that you curated last summer with the basketballs. Esma Mohammed. So for Manifesto, again, another all-female art showcase. Oh, yeah, that was all-female, yeah, too. Yeah. That one was dope, too. Taking over with females. They have a lot to say. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that was also a very powerful show. Uh, Asma Muhammad is a really she's actually funny enough. She's showing that she's showing that exact work in the AGO right now with the the sculptures so with the basketball. So explain to the listeners what the what the installation was. So Asma Muhammad um, has a history uh, with doing a lot of work on with a focus on like the black male black males. Um, her brother being somebody who was like an inspiring basketball player and just seeing how the industry has dealt with black men in in art and in music and just kind of their position in um in society she decided to play up on that and she made hoops or hoop dreams uh which was a focus on this kind of like this dream this unattainable dream that men have um and they practice and they give their life to it and men and and the way they the way that society raises them up to be these symbols um but it's unachievable and i think she had 60 if i can be if i'm right i think that 60 players get drafted a year and she had 60 balls i could be quoting that wrong each sculpture was made um individually and each ball was to represent the 60 players that were drafted but how unachievable like it's it's, it's a con like it's this dream but it's just so heavy that's what it was called heavy heavy hoop dreams for that idea it's just like it's such a heavy weight to be carrying it's such a heavy um a heavy burden to put on yourself to think that out of these you know however hundreds of thousands of, of black males that are out there specifically black males that are out there trying to achieve that to have that kind of heavy weight when there's only 60 slots open a year for you to get into so there's some really great context um i don't know how much other work she's done around that subject matter i just know that um for that specific installation that it was that was a content and it was really well received people people got it and it, it made a sense. really good photo off too it was really good photo <laughs> really like that was a good installation but yeah so we're doing that again this year for whip i think that we can not not esma herself i'm just saying we're doing um we're doing a series of artists for for the show mm-hmm. on may 13th um i think it'd be good to you know that we'll be able to expand on more installation artists and not just you know yeah you know digital or uh painters or you know just visual artists like we have we have a chance to like tell a bigger story i think right now oh my god that's so exciting it's great i'm so excited for that and the artists you know the cool thing about that last year was that the artists were so into it as well they were like they you told me they were and then like from the because it was such a crazy day like from the ones that i did get to talk to like at the actual event we're like so into it which is fucking awesome yeah they were there they were there to learn they were there to share um you know hey copy being on the panel like she's a great she's a great voice for women in the industry and where she's at and how she's got her success and where she started like it was just like it it was it was a lot of giving and receiving like they were so into it um and that's not always the case when i when i curate shows that the artists are that involved or that interested in what the event itself is amazing yeah. So if you guys don't know, we're having the Whip Three Summit May thirteenth. If you don't know, how do you 2017 know? in Toronto at an undisclosed location. We'll let you know closer to where it's going to be at. And Ashley's also curating um, that art show. Yeah. 
I don't know how you do it. That's a lot of stuff to deal with. No, that's, I don't know that's how I fun. Do it either, that's actually. great. Honestly, <laughs> to, out of all the three things that you know, you asked me what was my favorite. Like, I feel like working with artists and being able to share a story and tell a story, and like myself being an artist, like that is by far the most interesting. Um, like you actually care job about it. or gig at all yeah. of them because yeah I do care and I care because I have a personal relationship with it I care because I understand I care because I care about the work I I'm genuinely interested and like a fan of some of these artists so I care yeah I, I care I okay care so this it. brings me into my next question which I always uh, enjoy your answers to so you like you do a lot of well I mean recently you've done like a lot of like female uh, like base shows essentially so like all like girl power stuff right mm-hmm. so how does this compare to like let's say when you were first starting and you were like in a male dominated industry <laughs> and that's and that's in every kind of like yeah field really yep um how does it compare how does it compare you mean um, doing that in type terms of, of work? like your you being appreciated or just like just being <laughs> in that scenario in general or like do you get what I'm saying? No, I absolutely get it. It's kind of funny because it's like, in a way, it's kind of like being a token, <laughs> which is nice. Like, you know, it's like, oh, in the past, it's like, oh, I worked at Club Monaco as a token black girl. Like, Got it. So I've been... So you use, in it, a, you use that token to your advantage? It's been to my advantage. And even for, you know, I did the show last year with Manifesto where it was an all-female showcase and all the directors and all of the exec team was were males were what what wait this was last year this was last year okay. so what you know what kind of position would they have been in to present a female showcase so it's like it's not even it's like i'm not purposely trying to use it to my advantage but for me um it has been an advantage and especially i think being a black female like we're talking about like you know I'm a creative director and I think the last time I read in the states that the percentage of women creative directors is 11% oh yeah it's nothing it's 11% but it's in every industry like even in makeup it's like in every industry so it's like the smallest percentage of women so do you succumb to that do you surrender to that or do you you use it as a power play or do you use it as a power play and I think for my whole life it's been like I this tokenism has been a power play for me like it's like I am I've never a female, thought about that but it is but it's how you use it it's also how you view yourself so it's like I know like you know I started from like really small like I was a partier I was doing flyers for like little x and like Maximus and like all these big time promoters and I started and I was like 21 or whatever age it was going to these parties and for me it was like I was dressing up I was looking cute I was going to parties and I was doing their flyers but then then all these male promoters (laughs) no different from now actually (laughs) no different from now (laughs) but like all these promoters were handing me a bone and was it because I was a cute female was it because I was that good time girl that was going out? But whatever it was, they were handing me a bone because I was working with X and they thought, cool, a female. Like, it's almost like when you're, like, right now, female DJs are hot. Hot. Hot, right? Hot. So you're playing that up. And I think for me, it was just, like, it was kind of cool. It was kind of different that I was good at what I was doing and I was a female and I was a black female. So it's almost like people were down for that and they were down to do something different. They're down, like, I'm. they're down for an art director that is, like, a female and who's good at what she does. And you'd be surprised how that can work for you. But I think it's also in the fact like these industries that I'm in are heavily based on um, like, you know, what have you done? The portfolio, who have you worked with? So personal relationships, personal relationships. People don't understand that people don't understand that. Like 
I mean, okay, for instance, some of the like connections they that were we had got some really big sponsors. Yeah, is what I'm saying. They were of course, we had a whole team that helped that was fantastic. But mm-hmm. personal relationships is really what will take it to the next level. Like if you're able to build them and sustain them and. And I'm going to take it to a next level now. Okay. Give is me the next level. The next level is, is that those personal, so let's get real here, like those personal relationships and like a lot of the men, a lot of the people I've worked with have been men. So when we're talking about male-dominated dominated industries, like, yes, I may have been a female curator or, you know, that's not, maybe that's not so crazy, but a female creative director, um, but I was working with all men. And I think that... Yo, Ash, that, I've never had that. So this is, like, hard for me, like... Oh, yeah, my teams I have, have been always had to all be... men. Wow. So, and it's, like, like, either you're good at what you do and or you're just... You have the personality to withstand that. Right. And I think that there's a little bit of an alpha female thing that happens there with women that, like, when you, when you are in that position and you are holding your ground and you're kind of being that strong, decisive, assertive woman, then um, it it gives you a different type of relationship with the men that you're working with. Right. So when I say that I played up those relationships, they were very respectful. They were mutually respectful. Um, But I think the dynamic that I had with the men that I worked with was not that of like, oh, she's a female. It was just like, you know, she's a female. She knows what she's doing. She's very organized. She's holding this shit down. Like the role that I was playing for these people is what I was playing up. Like I wasn't coming in there and trying to be like, I'm going to completely sweep this clean and like my all all my ideas and like it wasn't I wasn't I was kind of like bringing I was like the glue or I was like super organized or I was like I was coming with the creative ideas but I was working with them and I think it's important to understand like that type of working dynamic and I think that there's people women who have different stories because you know lines get crossed or like you know you then you start getting hit on and like yeah, all that type of stuff but also like you know i've been dating women for like how long so it's like also that's like when that gets put on the table it's like (laughs) yeah and there's no interest in you so like let's keep this moving and let's make it about the work so it's never been that that i came in like a cut off tank top and a toque and like boyfriend jeans like there's no like so like i'm sure my dynamic is just a bit different than like you know the girl next the, the, the another girl who has a completely different um experience of like what it is to be working with men and that's like the reality of it but it's this has always been my power play is the fact that but being that's just a who you a power are too like, yeah at the same time yeah so it's like it's not like you were being this other person and then going to work and being someone else no not at all you know what i mean no not at all and that person didn't always work in certain settings it doesn't always work in corporate settings i've worked in the corporate of the corporate and right. that person doesn't always work for those <laughs> what things. do you mean by that so where i mean like being that assertive and like that strong female and you know and and working maybe under another a male leadership working under them who uh where i might look at them as you're not doing that good of a job i could kind of do this a bit better <laughs> like that doesn't always work in that scenario I right? you say it like <laughs> so i said it very nicely yeah. <laughs> I can do your job better than you so and then like that doesn't always work either so it's like it's worked in circum- certain circumstances but not all I mean, you know me for a while. You've seen me kind of go through the gigs and hop around and You've hopped a leave. Lot. And <laughs> AB, I'm starting somewhere new. <laughs> or like, like, no, like, what do you we would do? Be chilling and you'd be like, oh yeah, I had I started a new job. I'm like, what? Right, right. Because it's just not always a fit. My personality is like that. That power play is not always the power that they're looking for. But it's also like just being an artist. I think we get bored. Yeah, we do. we absolutely you know? do. Like I'm just like, okay, on to the next. I feel like when I like conquer I something, I'm things. like, I need to move on. 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I, I need to. Th- <laughs> <laughs> Don't be disgusting. <laughs> No, I need the three things. I need to constantly be like, I can't, I'm not just one thing. So it's like, yes, you conquer something, you conquer something and you, you keep aiming higher. But it's also like, I need to have my hands in different things as well. Yeah, but you also literally get like scouted out and like looked for. Well, this is, I mean, after like doing that like your thing for like 12 after 20 years. years bro. After, well, yeah, fine. That's... Maybe, maybe not. Um... But again, I think it's like personal relationships, you know, how you do your work, what you've done with your work. Um, And I've never shied away from a project. I've had people hit me up for big things, small things. I've never it's never been an ego thing where it's like this thing's too big if I'm about it or it could be a nonprofit or it could be something that it's just like it's some humble work that I want to do that I believe in. Then I do it. Are you giving me subliminals? (laughs) mm. (laughs) No, no, I have a question. So. This is actually a funny question to ask you. Oh, boy. Okay, so what would you say, based on everything you just said, like, you have obviously a really good work ethic. I've seen you, like, when you're in action and working. Yeah, I like to work. I like the money. Yeah. Money. But you like working, too. <laughs> no, no, I it. do like working. I'm you, just joking. You're a worker. Yeah. Like, I'm a worker. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'm not like, I'm like, I I like need to, to work. be productive. I like Me to too. do something I like with to myself. cross my shit off the list. Yeah. Okay, so what would you tell someone who's, like, 20? About? About, like... I don't know. Let's say they had no idea what they were doing with themselves, but they know they want to like build this career. A career What's your what? advice? It doesn't matter Anything. because it's all the same at the end of the day. They don't know what they're doing with themselves, but they have an idea of what they would want to do. Just okay. Forget I said all that. Okay. What would you tell a 20 year old? Period. Like when Pure. it comes to career. When it comes to career. Yeah. Um, laziness is not laziness and smoke and mirrors is what is going to hold you back the most. So okay, wait, what do you mean by the smoke and mirrors? Smoke part? and mirrors. Don't fall for everything that you see. Like people, and you know what I mean? Like, hey, you know how I feel about the use of social media. For the most part, it's great. And I think that when you know how to use it, you use it well. Um, but don't be caught up on what you see all the time. Right. There's people out there. You can have like 100K followers, 1 million. You're not making a fucking dime. So don't get well, caught you're up. you're a perfect exam- example of that. Yeah, well, I have 25 <laughs> posts. <laughs> But, <laughs> 25 posts, but super successful so it's not always right. it doesn't always, and it's not one been doesn't my always thing. equal the other sometimes no. it does and you have to know what your priorities are and you have to know what your angle is but your angle has to be um it has to be in line with it, what your priority was so for me and i said this at the very first whip for me my priority has been selfishly or not selfishly whatever materialistic as it sounds has been making money so for me that like having um an online presence especially back then when i was just like really grinding and stuff and like going partying and stuff like that you didn't really have online presences that's not how you were getting stuff so i didn't really like start that way by having an online presence so then for me it was like jobs are what's gigs word of mouth networking getting my work doing good work and making sure that the people like the opportunities that may not be again um about uh you know online exposure or a whole heap of money but they're they're self-satisfying those were the things that i cared about so then those started leading to other clients and started leading to other people knowing about my work and then started being like a portfolio and a backing and experience for me. So that was what was important. So I think that it has to be related to your priorities. And I think what you're saying is all amazing, but 
like imagine if you had both if you had like that kind of oh no like, i'd be fo- fo- i'd be like, killing it one yeah, day i no, will no, i'm not even just saying just you but like anyone like a lot of people are either really good at the social or really good at yours if you do both and there's people who are doing i mean to me the most successful people on social are the ones who are doing both let's of course let's be honest too, because course. you know that this shit they're doing is real and you want to follow them you want to see it yeah you are inspired by it right i just don't know how the fuck they do it because well, it's a lot of work. I don't. I don't see. I, but then at that point, it wouldn't look like it wouldn't seem like a lot of work for me. That I'd feel like it's sharing. But like, nonetheless, back to like talking about a twenty-year-old, especially with a social media presence. And then I have like, one more really, really good question for you. Laziness is the other thing. Don't look to another person. There's no free handouts. What there is is opportunities. There's no free handouts, but there's opportunities. So if it, if something's coming to you and it's an opportunity and you're green in your whatever field it is, but they're saying we're not going to be able to really pay you but this is what we can do to you look at the perks look at the opportunities 100%. everything is not about what you think you should be getting because if you're green you shouldn't be getting anything what you should be getting is maybe an opportunity and you're lucky if you get that so you need to start somewhere i don't care if it's an internship i don't care if it's finding somebody who you really look up to and like reaching out to them and picking their brain volunteering some time i don't really care what it looks like because a lot of the times you've done like for me when i did all that free stuff i met so many people that to this day still will hire you exactly like it's to this re- day and that's like that's 10 what years personal ago relation- and that's that's what personal relationships are 100%. right like that's that's pretty much what they are like look at whip whip was a labor of love no one came out of there with bank like it's not that's not what it was about it was a labor bank of where? love right <laughs> tell me where it's at it was a labor of love and yeah. we believed in it and I, I loved the art portion of it and I was down to do whatever whatever I had to do to make that happen and like it led to other things it led to exposure for other people it led to other connections it led to other networking for myself for the artists like it was, it was everyone there everyone, everyone there. there so it's like sometimes you got to do those things and it's like some some person could be looking at it like that's not gonna make me no bank or whatever like they're new but you never know so like take the opportunities and look at them for what they are is kind of like opportunities not not no lack of laziness everybody is you know what the other thing is everyone is unmotivated everybody is on so you, the the most successful person that? because people think that laziness is like i'm not inspired i'm not i need a change of scenery i'm not motivated it's called self-motivation because everybody has unmotivated times oh okay, i seriously. get unmotivated you get unmotivated the most successful person can be unmotivated like it doesn't like no one wakes up with motivation every day and says this is brilliant life is brilliant of i have course. all of this stuff are you kidding me so but people succumb to that they think that that is like it's yeah. supposed to be some other magical way of like thinking that it's supposed to be like I just I'm not like that motivation is just like oh I woke up and someone gave me motivation today like you have to be self-motivated to create it you have to create your own motivation that's a huge thing and and, like lacking motivation is laziness and laziness will lead to other things and that's just what it is you're 20 get started I wish I got started way earlier I got started early that's the, that's the like I was I starting early, early, but I was partying a lot. So like I wish well, I would have cut down the parties. I was, the, I I was partying. I've always been a worse. Oh, I was the worst. I was worse. Promoters were like finding me at parties and being like, "Where's my shit?" Like it was so bad. It was so bad. I was the worst. Completely unreliable. So much fun. Okay, here's another question that's just it's not related to what we were talking about necessarily, but I just thought about it because I, I love. I would love to hear your answer. Oh God. But like being an artist. Yes. All I do is chase people down for my money. Like, that's literally all I do. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome to the world. Of no, no, but I want to know. Freelance and contract and of course. non-corporate. But I want to know what you've done in the past when someone hasn't paid you. Like, so, I want to let our listeners know, like, okay, this is the point where you've stopped asking nicely Jesus. and you need to get your shit and say, I don't care if First you don't of hire all, me who again. are the clients that you're dealing with? Yeah, like but that. sometimes you get like, sometimes you get, I've had clients where it's a, com- a production company. Okay. So yeah. it's not like some random. And if it ever, if it ever is, I'm like, send me to e-transfer now and then I'll come to the gig. Okay. 100%. But like, yeah. sometimes it happens with like people that you would never think. Like bigger people. 100%. Um, Hasn't that happened to you? So it hasn't happened. I've had to chase people down at some point. This is what I'm talking about. Um, where I've just been on it and on it and been like, I'm going to come to you. And what's like, literally, I've I've had that. It hasn't happened in years. And I'm literally saying like that was related to like promotional life and like club owner lives and like cool. stuff like that. But since then, um, I'm really big on it's really important for me at this point because time is very important because I juggle so many things, especially cl- freelance clients, that I do deposits. So it's really, really... And when you take someone's money up front, they're going to give you the rest of it because they already know that they've put something into it. Like, yeah. they're not just like... So And it, with my line of work, especially like if I'm branding or designing, um, deposits is very important um, for me. So I've, been a, I've just been able to avoid it um, and like the last, honestly, maybe it's been like maybe the last six, seven, eight years that I haven't had an issue like that because I'm asking or I have another work or I have a working relationship with them or it's a big client. Like literally it's like, it's, it's a reputable person and I'm, I'm not going to ask for a deposit, but I have a contract in place. Yeah. I guess it works differently in different industries. Like it does. For us, like we can't say sign a contract when it comes to like a music video that we just called on. No, you just got before. it. I'm not sending you final work if i don't have payment see that's different i'm not doing it so and people have hired me because they want stuff so it is it is different i think um and even while i've been curating it's you know i've gotten you know paid as i've gone along so even if the job isn't done um like I've, i've gotten i've gotten a percentage of my pay because i'm getting paid for the work that's happening as it's going like whether it's bi-weekly or monthly or a retainer and they've given me half i've gotten it so so yeah it's it's I mean, makeup, that's rough, you know? Yeah, it's not easy. And some, I feel like things, you know what, the, I hate to say this, there's like a value that people place on creative services. That's that just what I was trying to point to when people, I asked There's the a lot of things that people don't want to pay for or they'd rather not pay for. And I feel like there's things like, and I don't, I could be wrong, but I feel like makeup falls under that. Like they, people just think they should get it free or it should be of cheap. Like, I can do this, but about? I just can't do it well. So you're going to do it. Like what, a, or even, and I hate to say this, but for photography i feel like photographers get gypped all the time because it's just like do you want good photography or do you want just someone to pick up their camera and just shoot a few things you want so you want someone to just shoot a few photos at your wedding or do you want like a wedding photographer so i feel like there's there's these things that are are of service but people are hesitant to put out big money for mm-hmm. and i could be wrong but i just feel like the most that i've heard people talking about has been stuff like photography or makeup where you're not going to go and get something that's niche like a video director <laughs> and not pay you're not going to really Welcome mess with life. a video director you know what i mean it's a little bit more niche they're probably asking for things up front you need them so you're going to give them whatever it is that they're asking for up front whereas a makeup artist would be like they'd be like what do you mean you want makeup up front what do you want money up front what if it doesn't look good like you know like it's just like it's just this 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 stigma that's attached to certain things where it's harder to pull money out 
of people. 100%. It's my life. Yeah. So maybe what, also what you should tell to a 20-year-old is choose wisely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Choose, choose what you want to do wisely. You better damn well love it. Because there's a hustle attached to some of these things. People think it's glamorous. Right. It ain't glamorous. No. Bullying people down for your money, which is what I've been doing all week. Yes. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't. It's rough. I don't. I don't start a job now without a deposit. I don't. But if you're new, people, I get new people all the time. There's no way. We never work together. There's no way. There's no way. No, no way, B. I won't go. <laughs> what do you mean you won't go? You're like not going to show up? You're not going to show no, up like on if set? I, if you're somebody who's like, re- okay, so recently somebody hit me up and he's like, oh, so-and-so recommended you. I know who the person is very well. So I'm like, okay, cool. He's like, yeah, we need you tomorrow on set. I'm like, okay, well, this is my fee. You have to email me to my, tonight by 12 a.m. Or I'm not going to be able to like make it to that because I don't know who you are. Yeah. Boom, boom. So I did two jobs with the person. And I got the payment up front. And then he called me on a third job weeks and weeks later. So I didn't bother to get the money up front because I've already worked with him. So I'm like, he paid me. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. And then now I'm like bullying him down for my money. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's tricky. Like, I'm yeah. going to get it. But it's like, I shouldn't have to waste my minutes on my phone messaging yeah. you eight times a yeah. day. I I'm, I think that the real, real answer is, is just the nature of some of the work that people do. It I'm really just gonna is. start leaving voicemails with Rihanna's "Bitch Better Have My Money" <laughs> over and over and over and over again. But why don't so why don't things get paid when I guess this is a question like if like, you're at my wedding, you're doing my wedding makeup. Why are you not? Why are you not getting paid at the end of it? Oh, wedding makeup's completely different. Okay, so give me something a music video. Why are they not getting paid at the end of it? Like, why are you not like getting at the end paid? Of the day? Yeah, why are you not getting paid at the end of the day? Because that's not how it works. The production has to, like, wrap up everybody's invoices together and then pay, oh, send production. out all the checks. Yeah, so it's, like, totally different. So then does production not do that? Or it just takes a long time? I've had productions where, like, I had to, like, consistently email. So they're just slack, is what you're saying. Like, I don't know what they are. <laughs> Produ- the production teams what you're <laughs> like, are just slack is what you're saying. Like, I don't know what the excuse is. I don't really know. But hmm. Well, I will never be getting into makeup. That's for sure. It's not easy. And but. I just feel, you know what? Services like that fall to the bottom. It's just like, let's mean? pay our video. Again, you don't oh, yeah. mess with a director. You don't mess the with a videographer. You don't mess with the di- director of photography. You don't mess with the talent. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, you. it's like, oh, yeah, and then there was the makeup artist. Like, it falls to the bottom of the barrel. And I feel like, you, again, you need to, like, for the 20, 20-year-olds out there, just aim aim to be the director be like the director of photography i don't know just like you just choose wisely because it does if that's 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 how things get paid out it's like the level of importance i think um not to say that you know makeup's not important it's just like they're looking at who who needs it to is be very paid important they just it, who needs to be paid out now yeah you know what i mean like the catering for that day is probably the very last thing that gets paid food businesses they suffer they suffer. You get your food. Things have got. You know how many think those are the people that suffer. You think makeup artists don't get paid? The people who are catering that stuff—they're long forgotten. They're long forgotten. Oh, thanks for bringing the food. Cool. 
they're sending out invoices i've heard so many horror stories about that really yeah people who have like businesses who have like 20k bills that aren't getting paid because they catered like food businesses because they catered something and they haven't they haven't gotten paid for it because they're too busy paying out av and production and like the talent and and your microphone rentals your chair all of that stuff that had to be paid out no one's thinking about like oh yeah, I forgot the caterer who, you know, paid, who who, who did 20 stories? horror stories. Like, businesses you're waiting on, like, small businesses, too. And that's the sure. sad part. Like, businesses who are, like, they do, they, they, they get a bone and they do a big contract. And they do, like, a 15K or 20K or 10K, uh, like, you know, catering, catering event. And then they're not getting, they're still waiting to get paid. Like, it's just, it's just the nature of how things are. It's the hierarchy of, like, w- what's going out first. That's crazy. It's sad. Because it's, it's, doesn't need to be like that, you know? Yeah. Like, everyone's providing a service. People have, people are, like, even worse for them. Like, you used your makeup, but they got the food. They cooked that food. They had to pay, you know, they, this is like, there's actual pro- produce and stuff that was involved that, like, they had to buy for <laughs> I this. I believe you're making me feel bad because of the caterers right now. You ever feel bad? <laughs> don't feel bad for yourself, you narcissist. Feel bad for the caterers. I don't caterers. feel bad for myself. I just wanted to know your answer. <laughs> I've been dealing with this forever. I'm used to it. Yeah, like someone like me and I'm something so like that. It. You're paying me for the graphics done, and my part's done. You're not getting it for your video or whatever until you pay me. So that part's done. They had no choice. It's like printers. You have no choice. Like even for me, if I'm designing, let's say I do a big branding. I do a whole. Let's say I do this big, beautiful branding campaign, and you know it's gonna cost maybe twenty k for them to print. Like they're gonna try and pay that printing bill first because it needs to be done and just ask me for the graphics. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. There's priorities. Right. So it's like, oh well, we can't get this printed because the printer's not gonna give me my stuff unless I pay for it. There's priorities, so other people get paid first. It's just the nature of what it is. You can't you can't control it. All you can do is set yourself up in a way that you know that you're gonna get you're gonna be one of those people that get paid first. And if you can't, then you're waiting. Mm-hmm. You're waiting. Put contracts. Make sure you have contracts. I have contracts for everything now. Yeah. I'm so paranoid. That's how you save yourself. That's how you, you know, that's how you, that's how you save yourself. <laughs> I got a contract for everything. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I think that's it. Well. Do you want to talk about more stuff? What can we talk about? There's lots to talk about. There's, there's on the lots planet to talk other about. than work. Yeah, I mean, I true, can't really discuss like anything work. other than work. It's true, but we like to work. Like, what do you want to talk about? Like, you know what I mean? Like... What else do you juggle with work? You juggle social life, you juggle love, you juggle... I don't have either of those. Bianca, let's see. Let's talk about you for a second. Like, Okay. Like, how do you... How does that make you feel? How do you, how do you feel? Like, where, where is it? Where <laughs> in that piece are you... Like, is this not a balanced thing now? Because there was a point yeah, when yeah. I first met... Is this not a balance? Like, do you want this to be more balanced? Or right now, is, the work, is it priority being work? And it's hard to answer because it's like if okay what are you talking about relationships in general like even like so like if okay so if you could put on your scale of what is important so let's say financial mm-hmm. uh, stability mm-hmm. relation a relationship mm-hmm. uh your social life <laughs> i love how you know that that's like way down <laughs> at the end <laughs> yeah, only sorry today for this <laughs> um, work Let's say those financial work stability. Finance, work and finance is the same thing. It is not. You could be a work. I just said that there's some people out there who are working, putting shit out there all the time, not making a I'm dime. I'm talking about for me right now. So there are two separate things. You could be working and be like not making shit. No, I can't do that right now. That's not allowed. Well, work I'm telling you right now. Very high for me right now. Are you getting paid right now to be here today? 
No. Are you getting paid right now? But for this? I will. this is work, though. I guess. So no, work doesn't always equal finances. So you have to separate. I don't. Them. I never said that they equaled each other. I said that they're of importance. Okay. On the well, same what's level. what's what's ahead? I'm gonna say right now for you, work is ahead. Okay, so finances to come in. Not, a swift you might second. be at some nine to five making some big <laughs> paycheck and being like, well, no, because I need money. Okay. Well, money. I mean, finance. Okay. Wait. You said work, financial stability, relationship, social life. Okay, what's the question now? Oh, and health. Like your own self-care. Self-care and health. Those five things, put them in order now. Put them in the list of priorities. I can't put that in order. Yeah, you have to. This is how life is. No, because if I put that You are not balancing these things right now. Can I finish my sentence? Fine. This is our relationship, guys. (laughs) If I can if I put them in order of one, two, three, four, five, that's already unbalanced. They would have you to be are unbalanced. On, they'd have to say, shut up. You know I'm going to make a point. That's why you're trying to fuck with me. They have to be on the same plane in order for them to be balanced. Correct? Yeah. Right. Right. Now. Or, you no, I wouldn't Let's say not all about, of them. Now, that's so, there's all always fi- something that will but suffer. But that's a concept. Let's there's talk always about something what it really that will is suffer. Right now. I'd say your three could be balanced. Two need to kind of be secondary. Or two can balance three need to be. Okay, listen. For them to be balanced, they have to be on the same plane. Now, that's just a concept. What it really is in my life right now is that the real question? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let the people know. Work. Okay. Finance. Right. And then there's else health. Is- there's love, and then there's <laughs> social is life. Very big for me right now. I'm doing acupuncture so like eight times a week. Work, finance. I'm floating. I'm going to yoga. I'm but your money really before well. your health, right? Work before your health. No. Then you just did this wrong. You, I know. You, you already did this exercise wrong. Started. Okay, fine. Health has to come first for me at this point. I'm really Health. trying. Yeah, for real. Really? Yeah, because I was... Number You know one. how not, I was not good feeling well? Yeah. Like, I had so health is I had at all the top. kinds of health problems because all I was doing is working. So health is at the top. Yeah, right okay. now, in this and moment. Then, that's fine. We're talking about pre- current, present. Current. Okay, health? <laughs> I love how you, you bark at me like a loose dog. <laughs> <laughs> People, everyone hates it. I I'm just expressive. Okay, so health. Health. Work. Work. I still think that goes with finance, but fine. Finance is mm-hmm. relationship. Mm. <laughs> you don't give a hell about seeing your friends. <laughs> like, I don't even need friends. No, you want to know why? Work's I've al- my friend. No, I'm going to tell you right now. You want to know why I've always gotten away with the work and friend thing? Because you just tie them together. Exactly. Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> You're a real piece of work. How? It's so much better that way. It's not realistic. Just because you're... So if your I friends don't do what you... Are not involved, no, then they can't, no, like... No, it's not that. It's not that. Look at your face. It's not that. It's just that... It's just that... Okay, this is the problem. I don't I just want, want my friends to help me. I don't want to go out and work. I don't, I don't want to go out and party. It's not about partying. I think there's too much emphasis on partying, but there is, like, that dynamic of having... If you ask me to go a, to dinner, a I'm A sit-down thing and having that exchange with another person and catching up and, like, vibing off of each other, you know? I'm down for that. But you just put it at the bottom of the barrel, so there's no time for that is what you're saying. And no, Lord help you I'm if just... you get a man, then that's it. <laughs> Or a woman, I don't know. No, not no judgment here. <laughs> I'm just saying, like at this moment, it doesn't feel like that is at the because it doesn't exist. You're not allowed to text on my podcast. <laughs> Get the fuck off the phone. But see, but my friends are. <laughs> see, they're still. Your as, social life has always been a, a, a two or a three. No, a one or a two, and it switches back and forth. Because your work's in there too. Actually, I'm gonna. No. Okay, press send. Press send on that last thing. It needs to go. <laughs> don't change the answer i didn't you want to come with us no i didn't even read it oh whatever okay where are you going what was your question 
Okay, how do you fit relationship into your busy life? Um, first of all, you need you, I personally need somebody who's somewhat busy, not entirely busy, but um, it's my balance. So relationship is a balance for me. Okay. So instead of just like work, 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 and then it's all this money, and then I have nobody to necessarily bounce off and vibe with or share that or like (laughs) connect. Yeah, I don't know. But maybe that works for you, but it doesn't work for me. So it's like I like having that and I like having somebody to uh, enjoy the fruits of my labors with or I like having somebody who is who has an understanding of like the type of stuff that I do. I've genuinely been engaged. But I think everybody wants that, no? Well, then depends on what the priority is on the scale, though. Like, just because you want it doesn't mean you'll have it. Just because you want it doesn't mean you'll invite it into your life or make time for it or space for it or energetic space for it. Maybe you're not making energetic space for it. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I want to be in a relationship, but then I'm like, do I really? Because I'm not trying to be. That's but that's the question still. Like I'm literally not trying at all. Yeah, and there's girls out there who are you know they got their Tinder, they got their meetup, they got whatever. I downloaded it for one day. Things called. You guys let me know, but I downloaded that shit for one day. And I deleted it, and then I tried again because yeah. I was on set, and like people, like it was like a week set, and they're like, "Okay, we need to do it. You need to try." And I was like, "I can't. I'm not into this flipping and flopping all over the phone." Like, yeah, I don't know. But I, I mean, I don't that's know. that's the other I, side I, of me where it's like, do I really that? want it? I'm not into dating apps, though. So let's let's be honest. Like that would never work. Okay, but Ash, I'm not into dating apps. I'm not into going. Are out. you into I'm dating? Not. This is a question. I don't want to go on dates. Into, like I just want to meet someone naturally, and then we get into a relationship. I don't want to go on dates. <laughs> I don't fucking want to do that. You just want to meet like Mr. Perfect and he just come with like come to your event. And be no, like, Let's I'm not married. that stupid. I don't expect the person to just show up on my doorstep. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is like we could meet at the bank or something. Like. <laughs> when I'm getting my money. <laughs> we can meet at the spa when I'm taking care of my health. <laughs> he could work on my project. Listen, I'm not going to attract the right man and I haven't because all these things were not in the right Right, spot. no, they have to be So the I right need to get my shit 100%. together. In order for me to attract this perfect man that I'm manifesting in my brain every night when I go to sleep. So... I'm just not there yet. I can attract someone. It's just not the someone that I want. Well, would you make time? So here, you asked me the same question. You said, how do I balance it? But I said, that is part of my balance. Like, I, you know, I work... But we're in a different space. But how would you balance it if that came? You know, someone came in the space tomorrow with your hectic schedule work like you're you're working on whip and now like you know you're taking care of your health how would you balance that would you make time for it could you make time for it i don't know okay then. i hope so you don't know though i know but i don't know i, I'm I would it, right? say before i was in any type of relationship i knew that i had the space for it i was open to it i was ready for love yeah, but when we were, when we first met, do you think you had the space for it? Because you, no, you I was, mentioned that no, to me once. No, I was. I was not about it. I was not about it. Okay. No. That's what I wanted to know is the difference. So, like, you're in a different no. space right now is what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm in a different space, and I feel like life is more balanced in the space. I'm not necessarily chasing. I'm also in a space where it's, like, work is flowing, and it's solid. You know, I have a full-time, and I'm, con- I'm doing contract work. So, I'm not necessarily out there, like chasing things i am right so when you're hustle you're you're in hustle mode so it's hard to 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 do that um i'm in a space where things are balanced and i'm building and i want to build and i have like other things that are like maybe materialistic aspirations that can include another person like i can build i'm in a place where i can build right now you know and like i would i think i know for me i would need someone that's like doing way better than me i think in terms of work wise 
Yeah. Does that make sense? Is yeah. that bad to say? No, it's not. I've heard a lot of people say it because they 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 serve as like a solid pillar. They serve as inspiration. They serve And as also like someone who would understand like I've dated to. have I ever told you this? I've dated a lot of guys who were maybe like not as busy as me or like literally career driven. Yeah. That would feel like like I'd be like, Oh my god, I'm so sorry, like I'm busy, like I can't make it and they'd be like, Oh well, I was busy too, like trying to compete. Yeah. And then I've dated guys that were maybe more busy than me but would still try to compete right does that make sense like they would try to compete in the sense where it was like but what are they building like were they in places where they built something or are they just in hustle mode like are they competing with you because because i i don't think that there's a competition when that person's it's rooted like they have that's what i need yeah, you need someone rooted and someone who's still probably ambitious at the same time. Six four seven. Write down your list. She's accepting resumes, but I'm just saying, like, not necessarily a hustle. There's a difference between having like someone who's mirroring where you're at and they're in hustle mode, and then they don't got no time for you, and then your hustle is getting too big, and then they feel like they need to be hustling, and then the, then the ego, you I know, comes with, in. I both like everything you just said. No, I think it's like right now, like right now, someone who'd be good for you is probably someone who's more rooted, someone who like who who has the time to make for you, someone who's not like out there trying to chase shit down, you know. Why didn't you tell me this before? You ain't ready for it, girl. You ain't ready for it. You need to keep keep floating or something. And you get your massages, go float, do your acupuncture. So when am I gonna be like in a relationship again? <laughs> you want me to pull out the tarot cards? Yeah. <laughs> I think that um you know, the last relationship or current relationship I should say, that person was heavily like they had a vivid picture of the type of relationship they wanted. They manifested it to the T. Like, they were like, I'm not accepting anything less than this. I want this. I know that it needs to feel healthy. It needs to feel like this. I Like, it, it, they, they, they had manifested it. They were ready. They were in that space. They had taken a lot of alone time. They had thought about it. I think that you don't have any thoughts associated right now with what a relationship would I look like. I don't even think about it. So then you're, what are you manifesting? Like, what nothing. do you mean? What is it going to come? There's I already nothing. Know you're that. not You're not giving the universe any cues of what to give you. Zero. So it's thought stop asking the question when you're ready when you're ready to sit down give the universe some direction give them give give some cues how the fuck did this turn into dr phil and bianca <laughs> i don't understand <laughs> pay me <laughs> just you know come on you're out here manifesting the things that are of importance for you and i think that you know the relationship was on the bottom of your scale and that's where it's probably going to stay right now and you're manifesting the things that are important priorities i would like relations so six four seven <laughs> relations <laughs> manifest that that's a good that's a good stress reliever okay well give this me is my fun. phone back you're a good podcaster no am i well i think because obviously we have a good because we just like to talk like you guys are very lucky that you didn't get to experience when we literally when we really talk. fight our heads off. No one's off. listening to that. You, we get offered a TV show. Then we should do it. We should <laughs> yeah, we it. should get offered a TV show for that. This is so dramatic. You know when we get into the best fights? What? In the car. <laughs> <laughs> That's when we go off. Something about being in an enclosed space with you <laughs> makes me very angry. <laughs> Just nowhere to go. Okay, well, what do you, okay, tell the people where they can find you, even though you don't care about social media. I mean, Ashley McKenzie Barnes. Tell them how to spell it. It's See, you don't even know how to, like, throw to it, bro. At 
A-S-H-L-E-Y-M-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E-B-A-R-N-E-S. It's very long. There's only one Ashley McKenzie Barnes. You can find that on any... You put that, you can find everything. My website, my LinkedIn. Ashley McKenzie Barnes. You put in my name, you can find anything. Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, like Instagram. You can find everything. I'm very accessible. She's very accessible. Very accessible. (laughs) Get out of here. I'm done. All right. Can I say bye? (laughs) (laughs) This chick just said I'm done. Give me my phone. Um. Yeah. Follow me at I am Bianca Harris and at Whip Toronto. You guys already know. I like what you changed it to, by the way. I am Bianca Harris. So much better. So much. Makeup IB was hella sale, but guess what? It got stolen the next day. Literally the next day. <laughs> you should have kept it. The next day. Sirs, you're right. Why would you let that go? You should have kept it. I didn't care. Someone just said, yeah, let me take this. Make the a 5B. Gone. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Who is she? I don't know. I, I don't remember, but I literally I remember looking at it and laughing. Wow. Sorry, makeup IB. We're not we're not dogging dogging you, but you but you put her money. ahead though. You put her ahead. Yeah. Anyways, thank you guys for listening and You'll hear from us next time? Is that what I should say? Something like that. Okay, bye. Press that red button right there. See ya.